Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. A decade of job creation toast. You're listening to Simply Money. I'm Nathan Backrack, along with Amy Wagner. Another 5.2 million Americans have now filed for unemployment insurance in just the last week. This brings the total now to an astounding 22 million claims. And this pretty much wipes out all the job gains from that wonderful run of endless months of increasing and sustaining job creation that we've seen since the Great Recession. You know, Nathan, I know people have said this many times in the past few weeks, the past month. But if someone would have told you... In the beginning of February, that we will be looking at unemployment numbers like this, there's not an economist in this country that would have said, oh, I get that. I see that coming. Sure. These numbers are historic in proportion. In fact, for just a little perspective here, the number of unemployment claims right now, roughly the entire population of Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana combined. And who is affected by this then becomes maybe a, a continuing story because at First, you would have thought, okay, I got it, restaurants, malls, hotels, yeah, you guys are out of here. But, uh, you know, hey, for many of you, you've still got Zoom, you've still got uh, all other forms of communication. Uh, you're, you know, my lawyer, my attorney, they're calling me up and going, whoa, hey, I'm here. I got lots of time. Uh, send me your tax returns. I'm like, yeah, right. But you would have thought the white collar maybe was going to be a little slower and a little luckier. Not the case. No, it just took maybe a week longer for some of this to catch up to some of those white-collar jobs. Corporate lawyers seeing some jobs dry up right now. Government workers are being furloughed. We've seen that here in Cincinnati. Healthcare workers, though. We talk about the healthcare workers on the front line, how essential their jobs are. If you worked for a plastic surgeon, right, someone like non-elective work that was being done before, those surgeries have dried up, those procedures have dried up, and there's no job to go to. I mean, most hospitals, most facilities aren't doing any procedures anywhere close to anything like that. I'll tell you something. I think my right knee sort of dried up. I've got like I've had a stiffness Uh in it. I'm like I normally would have run over and seen Mark Schneider, my orthopedic surgeon buddy, what I know from his son. Is that he's bouncing around the house and probably getting on everybody's nerve. A very high-energy guy, as many of these surgeons are. But you know something? I'm just limping along, doing some exercises, because I'm not going anywhere near a hospital. Neither Most are people many are doing of... that right now. Yeah. Every, like, so every a... time my kids go outside or do anything, I'm like, do not get hurt. Yeah, because you do we, not get hurt. We do not want to go to the hospital. We do not want to go to the doctor's office. And as all of us get used to making decisions like that, what we're not thinking about is the fact that, Nathan, you would have jumped in the car and you would have gone and had your knee looked at and you would have probably had an MRI on the knee or whatever. And all of that is pumping money into the economy that is now absolutely drying up. Mm-hmm. And as we look at, okay, how is the economy going to then get going again? A lot of that depends on how we are going to spend our money once we can start spending again. Yes, and the rate at which we open up the economy. Two interesting uh, stories that are uh, are playing out. One would be uh, certainly Germany. The other one would be Sycamore, which, uh, Sycamore, Singapore, 
which uh, had a relax. But the current problem and the challenge that we have with all of our spending problems is uh, two words that put this in the front of your mind whenever you hear a discussion. Not Republican or Democrat. It's not economic. It's not the working person versus uh, the corporate executives. No. The two words now that will separate all of us is how we relate to the phrase non-pharmaceutical because any solution, any opening of an economy is based on a non-pharmaceutical solution because we don't have one yet. We don't, and that's so that's why you see the stock market go up and the stock market go back down and up and down, and we're going to be on this roller coaster until we have a way to either vaccinate this virus or provide better therapy for people who are being diagnosed with it. And until we get to that point, we're going to be dealing with these ups and downs. You're listening to Simply Money. I'm Nathan Backrack along with Amy Wagner. We have finished digesting the unemployment numbers with 5.2 million people uh, this week alone filing for unemployment. And the question on everybody's minds, no matter where you sit in this whole uh, pandemic, is when will we reopen and for maybe sort of a coming attraction to that, just uh, go across the pond and take a look at Germany. Yeah, what could it look like here, right? Because when you think about the fact that we virtually shut down our economy in the matter of, what, a week? Nobody saw it coming. And it was, I remember being absolutely glued to the news because you were just wondering what thing's happening next. What's, what's going to happen next? At, the, at this point, now that everything's closed, we have people in place, right, leadership. We've got some amazing CEOs from companies that are part of this conversation on a national level right now of what does it look like then to start the economy the economy back up. Germany is going to gradually reopen its economy starting next week, and here's what that looks like. Some of the smaller non-essential stores could resume operations starting on Monday, but there's going to be certain conditions, right? How many people will be allowed in those stores, um, you know, what that will look like, and then schools will actually start reopening at the beginning of May older students are going to start that those kindergartners will not be the first ones to walk back into those right. schools so think so think home depot nah, you're not going to get open yet but you know in my neighborhood uh, there's mccabe hardware kind of imaginable they can say nope you guys stay out uh, we need four people in here at a time uh, they got pretty much probably everything you want but they just don't have you know big high racks of it uh, that would be how Germany will do it. Keep in mind, however, Germany had a couple of things going for it early on. In January, they came out with a test for coronavirus. They then shot it to all of their uh, uh, provinces, and they were testing from day one and had a much better sense of where their, uh, the, the, the pandemic was, where it wasn't. They started gearing up with beds. In fact, they've got so many beds that they're now taking in people from Spain and Italy because they've got about uh, 12,000 more beds than they needed. So they've certainly um, uh, been ahead of the game, and they had a unified response. And generally speaking, uh, the German people have said, great, whatever the government says, we trust you and we're going along with it. That certainly is not always, shall we say, the American tradition. It's not necessarily. Uh, we like to do things our way. You know what? You're talking about the fact that, that they're doing certain things like that in Germany. I went to Cervati's over the weekend. There's a big sign on the front of the door that says only six people allowed in here at a time. And it's actually it's like Candyland. As you walk through it, like there's X's that you go on and you follow a distinct path. And in if some, if I had walked into that place in January, and I would be like, 
what? But this will be the new norm. This is what you will see as you start getting out and about as the economy reopens. And uh, it won't be so weird, right? We're, you know, we're kind of used to how things have changed. This is kind of the difference between you and me. You're a Candyland kind of a girl, and <laughs> I was always a shoots and ladder because if you miss, bang, you're going back to the end. So if you become the seventh person, no donuts for you. Two, so we talked about two words, non-pharmaceutical, which it would be a way for you to look both from an investment standpoint, when you think the finally uh, the market coming or turning around is legit, it'll be one of the solutions to the pandemic are not non-pharmaceutical, but are actually based on two other words, and that would be therapy and vaccine. Until we get a therapy, and I'm starting to read all around the world about different therapies that sort of have uh, at least offer some hope. And then until we get a vaccine, this is going to be like a pandemic, an economic whack-a-mole with hotspots popping up all over the place uh, and, and quite frankly, sometimes taking us a couple steps backwards, a couple steps forward, depending upon what the news is. You mentioned forward, though. The stock market looks forward. So as we start to get some of these solutions in place, the market will look forward. It will likely, though, bounce back before our economy does. So for those who are looking at the market, maybe without a job today, thinking, okay, maybe when this starts to get up several days in a row or maybe we get several weeks under our belts, then maybe my job will come back. Understand the market is not the economy, and it's really important to understand the difference there. Yeah, and companies could very easily right-size themselves very rapidly and all of a sudden look somewhat profitable to investors and yet they may not have that one critical ingredient that you would like to see and that would be your job and in that scenario you'll go oh wait a second i was hoping to get my job back and the company's going well love to but uh, we've now got a new plan and a new strategy so the challenge and where we may be as an economy it's still a great unknown until we get therapies and until we get a vaccine. Anything you see right now is guesswork about when the end point will be for uh, the challenges that we've been going through. Simply Money point here would be you need to see pharmaceutical solutions to our economic crisis before you can start to believe the numbers that you're seeing coming out of Wall Street. So what could cut into your stimulus check? Could somebody come along and say, ah, no, nah, you owe me. I'm taking part of that. We'll talk about that just ahead in three minutes. You're listening to Simply Money on 55KRC, the talk station. You're listening to Simply Money. I'm Nathan Backrack along with Amy Wagner. Thinking about doing your taxes by yourself this year? Because, come on, you got lots of time. No excuses this time. Well, what do you need to know to make sure you do it right? We'll talk about that just ahead at 643. You're anticipating your stimulus check, and then all of a sudden you go look in your bank account and you go, well, well wait, wait a second. How come it's only a half or well, it's gone? I mean, who stole my check? This is an astounding number, I think, Nathan. 33% of Americans, a third of all Amer Americans have debt that's in collections right now. And so if you are... If you owe money to someone, right, a private debt collector, and they have access to that account, they know about that account, that money is going to go in and they're going to take it right back, depending on where you live. So several states and local governments kind of saw this coming down the pike with this stimulus money and issued orders preventing those collectors from getting your check. Ohio, you're lucky if you live there because you're one of those states where that money is going to be protected. However, right. you live on my side of the river, you live in Indiana, that guarantee isn't there yet. We would say, keep an eye on that account. Pull it out if there's someone that has access. And we're not saying 
don't settle up your debt. At the same time, if this money is needed right now to buy groceries, to pay your rent, whatever it is, you need this money to get you through. You settle up with the debt collectors later. Yeah, so if you think that money's coming and you might be in competition, shall we say, with a third party. Get to it watch fast. For that, yeah, watch for that deposit. Hit that ATM machine. Maybe you'll have to make a couple of trips if you got a limit, but uh, you know, get your hands on it literally and uh, physically, and then uh, see what you can do to uh, uh, direct it maybe uh, to a prepaid card or to a bank account at a smaller bank or maybe a credit union. Uh, understand, of course, the banks may keep some or all of the money if your account is overdrawn. So um, just b- be careful. Uh, understand the good news, if there is good news in all of this, is that these checks that are coming will not are, are coming tax free? So in a sense, depending upon what your tax bracket was, uh, this is even better than getting paid twelve hundred dollars from your boss because you may have owed four hundred bucks in taxes on that. This time, the whole twelve hundred, it's all yours. Now, every week we go inside the Simply Money locker room and pull back the curtain on the financial services industry. And tonight, we're reviewing the financial pieces that you currently can control. And Amy, I. I didn't know this was Happy National Healthcare Decision Day. I actually saw this the other day and was like, my goodness, there's a day for everything. You know, we just haven't been paying attention lately because it's national stay at home and work from home and help your kids do schoolwork from home and 8,000 other things. But this is a day maybe worth paying attention to because it is something you can control during this time that things don't feel so controlled. So this holiday exists to inspire educate and empower you about the importance of advanced care planning. What are we talking about here? Yeah, Do well, advanced, you have... advanced care planning. Women. Yes. That sounds just so uh, antiseptic. Well, hi, I know, let's right? Sit, let's it, sit down, it's... honey, and do some advanced care planning. Oh, it... really? It was just on the tip of my tongue. Not as clear as National Pizza Day or maybe National Donut Day, for sure. Right. But this is when you figure out, do you have a medical power of attorney? Because only 37% of Americans have any kind of documents in place saying, listen, if I'm at the end of my life or I can't speak for myself, what are my wishes and what are instructions for you and for the doctors in order to take care of me? And I think maybe the most troubling aspect of the coronavirus and the way that it has played out is that, and, and how it relates to healthcare decisions and healthcare decision day is this. Every one of you, is 12 days away from not being here. That's how the, the virus runs its course. You could be 12 days away from being unable to express your wishes. And it doesn't take a whole lot to figure out what a power of attorney is and who should have it and get it done now. Because unfortunately, the odds for you that you could be 12 days away from needing it are very real. You know, another thing to think about too, Nathan, when you look at just how this coronavirus plays out for people, you're incredibly healthy. And then all of a sudden, a few days later, you're on a ventilator, right? Fighting to breathe. And in a lot of cases, you hear about people in these hospital rooms in these dire situations and family members cannot even be there with them. So these are things that you want to make sure that you have in place. Certainly nobody wants to end up there, but these stories are playing out across the country right now, which really do highlight the need for making sure someone has these in place. So we have two types of powers of attorney that you need to consider. One is a medical power of attorney and the other is a general or financial power of attorney. So let's talk for a second about the medical powers of attorney since we're in the middle of uh, COVID-19. 
they're limited and this is for a specific purpose it may be as an example you can't be somewhere for a real estate closing so you give the power to your attorney and say you go in the conference room and get infected i'm gonna stay home and then the other one would be, would be a general power of attorney which gives someone complete uh, power to both go to that real estate closing and if your mortgage needed to be paid money needed to be changed from one account to the other uh, they would be able to do that if you are incapacitated and unable uh, to work on your own. And then, of course, a springing power of attorney, which happens if a circumstance arises where all of a sudden you cannot speak for yourself at all. All right, that's the medical power. Then let's talk about the uh, general financial power, which is the one that gets all the press and uh, usually doesn't uh, come into play. Well, this is one that if you um, need someone to take care of your finances when you're incapacitated, that they are able to, to do that. And there's lots of different situations where this even can come into play. I was thinking about Mark Reckman, our estate planning expert. His sons took off for a few months to hike the Appalachian Trail. He, they gave yep. him the power of attorney for him to be able, and, and one of them had some bills come due that they hadn't anticipated. Mark was able to take care of that for his kids. There's lots of different times in your life, whether you are sick or incredibly healthy, where having these things in place and thought out in advance are going to come in handy for you. Yeah, well, and, and in Mark's case, he was able to pay the bill. And by the way, he was able to pay the bill with his son's money. Versus, yes. you know, sometimes you're the parent <laughs> and the point. son's somewhere else and the bill comes and you go, well, I don't want to see my kid get their uh, credit rating uh, annihilated because they happen to be, cat in his case, uh, hiking uh, somewhere in Appalachia. So, okay, I'll just pay it. And then you've, then you've gone into the collection business as a parent and we all know that. Of course, the uh, most popular uh, uh, show right now on Netflix, Tiger King. And then, of course, Don Lewis, one of the main characters there, allegedly, and I say that in quotes, granted uh, Carol Baskin a durable family power of attorney. This would sort of be the mother of all attorneys, not uh, powers of attorney. I'm not, yeah, not, not, not written one. up by an attorney, written up by Carol herself. Yeah. Yeah, it makes. And by the way, this makes Carol maybe brilliant because this durable family uh, power of attorney had such things in it as shall not be affected by any disability or disappearance of the principal. So, okay, so, you know, I sign one of these, uh, uh, you know, Amy writes it up, I sign it, I disappear, and she's got the show and everything else. I'm like, oh, she is, you know, he said I had control. You might be the first person to use the word brilliance in the same sentence with anyone from the Tiger King. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that w- that would be true. But it was, you know, it, 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 if you're trying to... It was a pretty to, brilliant move on her part. Well, if you're trying to corner... Yeah, this allows... I mean, so so this power of attorney, so be understanding who you give you any power of attorney to. This allowed uh, uh, Carol Baskin, in this case, uh, she was able to manage all of Lewis's affairs, including doing anything regarding his estate, uh, property, and affairs that I could otherwise, in this case, uh, Don Lewis, be doing myself, including, like this, going into a safe deposit box uh, and uh, prosecute, defend, and settle all actions or legal matters regarding the estate. You put all this stuff together, it's a, you know, be careful who you grant it to. And please also understand that the most important thing after a powers of getting done with your powers of attorney is update your will and make sure that the beneficiaries, whoever... Uh, you want them to be are who you want them to be and not an ex-spouse on an old 401k that you haven't been paying attention to lately. 
because those will come. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Back to bite you or your family. Simply Money Point, focus on financial hardware right now. Get that together. Now, what do you need to know about refinancing your home in the uh, age of uh, COVID-19? That's just ahead at 634. You're listening to Simply Money on 55KRC, the talk station. You're listening to Simply Money tonight here on 55KRC. One thing that we've seen recently is a lot of movement by the Fed, our nation's central bank, which has left a number of consumers looking at whether it makes sense to refinance your home or maybe buy a new one and take on a mortgage. Joining us tonight, Britt Scares. He's our credit expert from Emory Federal Credit Union. Britt, let's get to the reality here of, of the Fed when it cuts rates and really what that does or doesn't do when it comes to mortgage rates. Yeah, I would like to clarify that, you know, a lot of people have the misconception that when the Fed lowers the Fed funds rate, uh, that that is somehow affecting directly uh, mortgage rates. Like, uh, you know, I've had people approach me and say, hey, didn't the Fed cut mortgage rates to zero? Should I refinance? Well, you know, that's not exactly how it works, okay? Uh, that would be nice if there was a zero percent. Would, was, <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Quarter of a percent interest rate right now. I'd sign up for that. Yeah. So uh, here's the thing. Um, you know, the, the, the Fed funds rate is what the what banks charge each other for overnight loans, okay, to kind of keep their reserves where they're supposed to be and so forth, okay? Uh, and yes, the Fed funds rate will affect certain consumer uh, interest rates, like anything that's tied to prime. Uh, the Fed funds rate would affect something like a home equity line of credit, perhaps, that is based on, uh, you know, prime plus, you know, one or prime plus a half. So anytime the prime interest rate changes, that would, of course, affect uh, your uh, home equity line of credit or your credit cards or adjustable rate mortgages that are tied to prime. Now, mortgages are, are based um, more off of bond yields, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac bond yields, uh, you know, a, a good uh, indicator would be to track the 10-year treasury when you see the yield on that, you know, briefly, um, it went down, you know, to below, well below 1%, right? Yeah. Uh, into the, you know, like, gosh, well, like 0. 0.6, 0. 0.7, that kind of thing. Now, of course, it has rebounded back up and so have mortgage rates. Mortgage rates did dip 
uh, into the mid to low threes. Uh, but so let's talk about that timing wise, Brett, because sure. there was the time and it was just a few weeks ago. I know it feels like a year ago. Uh, this is like coronavirus time. It's, it's different than regular time was just a few weeks ago. But really, there was a time not too long ago when it made sense to, to rush to your bank, rush to your credit union and, and try to refi. That time has passed. No, not exactly. Now, let me, let me, let me explain. Um, you know, of course, with everything going on in the market, that affected the bond yields considerably. When, when bond yields go down, that affects our mortgage rates and our mortgage rates go down. When bond yields go up, though, that raises our rates. And of course, there were so many gyrations in the market. You know, rates were literally changing throughout the day, probably probably five, six, seven, eight times. And uh, in fact, as you probably have already uh, talked about uh, many times on the show over the past week or so, there've been times that the market actually, uh, you know, got shut down and stopped for, uh, yeah. you know, periods of time because of all the trading activity. Um, so yes, a lot of things happened uh, that rates went, they went down considerably and a lot of people did rush uh, to their lenders, uh, their banks and credit unions to try to refinance. Now, Understand, there are, there's about $11 trillion in mortgages right now outstanding, uh, half of which could probably benefit from a refinance, okay? Now, I want to let you know something. The, the, uh, the infrastructure, okay, in the banking system, in the mortgage system, is not equipped to handle that kind of volume, okay, uh, of refinances. So here's what I'm going to say. Yes, rates, they went down. A lot of people were able to get in and lock at that, and those are in process right now. I'm not going to tell you that you shouldn't go and get your application in and wait and see if in the coming weeks, if we see another uh, dip back down into the threes, whereby you would be in position uh, to be able to lock at a moment's notice. Okay, so I'm going to say, yes, right now, the market, uh, all the, everybody in the mortgage business is going crazy. They're working around the clock. And of course, they're like everybody else. Everyone is having to work remote uh, and that sort of thing. You're listening um, to Simply Money tonight here on 55KRC. Joining us, our credit expert, Britt Scares from Emory Federal Credit Union. As we look at uh, with rate fluctuations, with market fluctuations recently, does it make sense to refinance or does it not? And Britt, you're making the point that go ahead and get that application in, but also banks and credit unions and other lending institutions are in a new place where they're working from home as well too. So for those who are interested in this, what are the steps you think they should be taking? I would say if you feel that you could benefit, if you think rates, uh, there's, a good, there's a good possibility that we could see rates dip back down here as things start to uh, you know, recover and so forth. So I would say get yourself in position if you feel that you uh, could benefit. If you're pretty much, uh, if you have interest rates that are above 4%, uh, you know, get your uh, application in with your lender and and then you know kind of get the the basics processed and in place and then at that point your mortgage loan officer would be able to lock you in when and when and if we see a good you know dip uh, that would benefit you and i would say it would be very good to kind of give them an idea of what it is that you uh you know where you want them to lock okay yeah. Um, I've absolutely done that with my mortgage officer. We've been in constant contact of when does it make sense and at what point. Uh, and, and having those conversations, I think, are a great thing right now. But Britt, the, the reality is you can't just walk into the lobby anywhere. So, no. so what do you recommend there? Well, you know, there are, luckily we are in a wonderful digital age. Yeah. Uh, quite honestly, even before this crisis hit, uh, many of our applications were done online or over the phone. 
So a lot of that hasn't changed. The main thing is you can go out to the websites of a lot of these lenders um, and you can put in an application and get the process started. Now, I will caution everyone, you know, it, yeah, this with all of the volume that's going through, it, it's probably going to take a little while. Uh, and I would say when it, if it gets to the point where you the, the rate is where you would want it and you want to lock in, you would want to lock it in for as long as possible, probably at least 60 days or so. Uh, to give time to get this all through uh, the system to be able to close. Um, I will tell you another thing that's putting pressure on rates going up, even, even though the bond yields have improved, uh, even as they dip a little bit more, uh, you will find that people in the industry, a lot of mortgage lenders, um, a lot of them are not uh, lowering their rates to where they possibly could be lowering them because of the volume. Uh, and because of the fact that they have a servicing side of their business that has taken a beating right now with all of the refinances. So, you know, just I want to make sure that you understand that the, all of the different things that are actually affecting the mortgage rates right at the moment. Not only Great advice and perspective tonight from Britt Scares. He is our credit expert, long time on the Simply Money radio show uh, from Emory Federal Credit Union. As we look at in this environment, what makes sense? You're listening to Simply Money tonight here on 55KRC, the talk station. You're listening to Simply Money. I'm Nathan Backrack, along with Amy Wagner. Will you ever go back in a movie theater? Well, the future of entertainment, that's just ahead at 6.53. You want to cut costs, okay? And one of the obvious places you'll think about this year is, aha, now I've got time, energy, and all of my facts and figures in one place. You are going to do your taxes. Pat yourself on the back. Good luck. Will it really happen? You know, it's funny too, Nathan, yesterday being April 15th, we were saying that it really didn't matter, but I heard from a number of people who were doing their taxes on that day anyway, because what else are you going to do? And it being that day, they felt like, well, we might as well get them over with. Obviously, you're not meeting face-to-face -face with an attorney or with a, with a CPA at that point, yep. uh, unless you're doing a Zoom call. There's a lot of people out there who are probably saying, I've got time. Maybe I'm going to tackle these myself this year. If that's you, understand this you'll probably end up taking the standard deduction because in 2019, it's $12,000, 200 for single filers, married filers filing separately, over 24000 It's just really hard to come up with a number of deductions necessary in order to meet that for, I think it's 90% of Americans will file the standard deduction now. Yeah, and so if ever there was a time where you could say to yourself, okay, I'm going to see, uh, see if I can do this. This, this this would be the year. I mean, it's not like you can say for many of you, well, I got so many pressing things. I mean, oh, I have a Zoom call at 10, Very another busy. Zoom call Very at 11. Busy. Oh, and I have two more Zoom calls at 3 and 4, and uh, then I have to also homeschool the kids, then make some dinner, and uh, then after that go for a nice long walk and get some – you get the point. Somewhere in the middle of your day, you can probably figure this thing out. So this year is going to be a little bit different because, for starters, uh, the deadline, uh, which is, as you're mentioning, Amy, it's not April 15th. Is July 15th. However, and there's always, as you know, with the government and regulations, a few howevers. One big however is, however, you still got to file an extension in order that uh, if you don't have your stuff done by July 15th, which most business people who are trying to gather stuff from outside sources, you don't, you know already, you're, you never get everything by July 15th. You're lucky to get it uh, September 14th when you got to file the next day. So you still have to file your extension. 
And if you look at the headlines, they may be pretty simple uh, to conclude. Hamilton County doesn't seem to have much empathy when it comes to getting their taxes either, do they? No, Hamilton County, your property taxes are still due in June, at least as of now, right? I think everything we can say is as of now because things change minute to minute these days. Here's another thing to think about, though. If, if you haven't filed your taxes yet, you may be eligible for a free return. This has nothing to do with the coronavirus or the CARES package. It has always been in place, but there's a number of people who are eligible for it who never take advantage of this. If your income was below $69,000, the IRS has free software available to you where you can file both your federal and state taxes. If your income was above 69000 you only get free basic guidance from the IRS and state tax prep not available to you. I, I don't have the stats in front of me, Nathan, but I've seen these before. It's a huge percentage of people that this is available to who never take advantage of it. Why would you pay for something that you can get for free? Time, energy, attention. And by the way, now you have the time, hopefully you have the energy. And really, it's it, this is, if you want to f- take a look and say to yourself, okay, um, where did the money go? Because this is the this is the statement that most of you will make at the end of any given day, week, month, or year, which is where did the money go? When you put together your taxes, this is probably the one time of the year the checkbook's out, the credit card receipts are out, you're looking for deductions. Will you make it past whatever is the uh, threshold in your circumstance to be able to itemize? You know, what did you give to charity? Were you generous? Were you maybe saying, hey, that's an area you could work on this year? This is the time, and this should be the year. Now, the TurboTax paid version for the software would be anywhere from $60 to $95, uh, as well as 45 bucks for the state. So why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you, even if you had to pay for it? I mean, we're not talking a lot of money. This would be a time to turn this into a learning experience as we talk about your taxes here on Simply Money as Which is exactly what I did this year. I've actually used a person for years, and this year I thought, you know what? I've got time. I'm going to go ahead and try TurboTax. And and I even went through a divorce in the past year, so I thought, I don't know how this is going to go. Easy. It absolutely leads you through it. Uh, And it it took far less time than I thought. So if you have a little bit of time right now, don't wait until July 15th. Just get it taken care of now and see if you can get it taken care of either for free or at a greatly reduced rate by using some of the software, both TurboTax and H&R Block. You know what I think when I hear somebody say, oh, I did my taxes on time? I think of that same group of people that I just love, and I say that in quotes, who in the middle of uh, October go, oh, I've done all my Christmas shopping already. I'm all done. I don't have to worry Not about me. anything. Yeah, the, But the two, the, the two of you, yeah, and if you're the same person, oh, boy, uh, good for you. So what is the role of a professional uh, accountant or tax preparer moving forward in the age post-coronavirus? I think there's also stress that comes into doing this, right? Worry, am I doing it right? And they're going to try to make sure you keep as much of your money as possible. And a CPA probably now, after we're coming out of this new era of coronavirus and the CARES Act, has a better idea of how you can use the CARES Act. This is, I haven't seen how many pages it is yet, but it is huge. It's massive. In day-to-day, you talk to different leaders And they're looking at things differently themselves. So as we continue to figure this out, poor CPAs, if you know any of them, you know, feel for them because they have to digest this, figure it out, and figure out for their clients how they can best use it to their advantage. Well, also consider them for a second opinion. When you get all done, say, hey, what would it cost to just take a quick review and see if I missed anything? Uh, Maybe they'd be willing to do that. And if you owe money, remember, you got to file. And then uh, these days... 
I promise you the government will be very understanding when you say I'm having a little trouble paying. I'm sure the payment plan, whatever it is from the government, will be better than any other option that you might be thinking of. Simply Money Point, the more complex your tax situation, the more you might need professional help. But for many of you, this is the year to do it yourself. Now the coronavirus is changing media and Hollywood. Will you ever be back in a theater? We'll talk about that just ahead in three minutes. You're listening to Simply Money on 55KRC, the talk station. You're listening to Simply Money. I'm Nathan Backrack along with Amy Wagner. The movie industry, well, it was already sort of on the edge. So did the pandemic uh, just push it over? So, that no, you know, now the question was, do you watch it at home with your home theater or with a big TV or... Do you go and uh, stuff yourself into a theater next to somebody you don't know, and the first time they cough, you want to run for the bathroom and see if there's a shower that comes with the place, right? So movie viewing in Hollywood, boy, they're going to be a whole lot different this summer. And for those who aren't keeping track, we're in April now, mid-April, so we would be coming up on summer blockbuster season. In, in, in this time of the year, every year, they're talking about what are the big movies that you can look forward to. The blockbuster season, it's essentially evaporated because even if they were to come up with plans, Nathan, like you said, where people could go back in the theaters and they were able to, you know, cleanse the entire theater and sanitize it between, would you go? Mm, no. there's not. The only thing I thought is I know a theater that's closed right now, and when it's been closed for like, you know, what uh, the, the right number of days, I think I would say to the owner, could I like get like five of my friends that are at my level of quarantine and could we go and like sit all, diff- you know, six feet away, rent out the theater? I mean, this would be like, you know, I'm not spending money on any any other entertainment. So, so, so you're, you're going to rent out a movie theater, but you wouldn't go in with the masses. You wouldn't be sitting next to me anytime soon. Uh <laughs> Let me say in, a, in the nicest way possible, I don't know that that's really going to happen. But look, Fast 9, you might not have heard of it. Well, that's not coming out in May, maybe April of 21. Christopher Nolan, who did all the wonderful Batmans that I loved, uh, he had a, a tenant. I don't know what it's about, but I do know that Wonder Woman 1984, one of the few DC superheroes that I love because I am a Marvel person. Uh, I was really looking forward to Gal Gadot uh, once again, astounding all of us. But no, nope, that's not happening. And Black Widow and Pixar's uh, Soul, yeah, they're also gone. And Top Gun, which, boy, the trailers, I got to tell you, looked like you were right in the cockpit and you might need a Dramamine just to watch the movie. I don't hear a thing about it. Let's talk about what could happen here. Because Universal just released Trolls World Tour on demand. so I missed you- it. I don't know how you missed it. Mm. We actually didn't watch it here either. But for 20 bucks, right, you can get it in your home. And I, I did hear from a lot of people who said they kind of made a movie night at home. They popped popcorn and got everyone around. We don't know how much actually they were able to make off of it, but it did cost $100 million to make. And they did brag that it set an all-time digital record. Uh, so we don't know what that record is exactly, but... Is this becoming the way of the future? For years and years and years and years growing up, if you saw an amazing movie, right, that was Mm -hmm. you couldn't wait, it would be months later before you could ever see it again unless you were going to pay another 10 bucks to go back into the movie theater. These are now all being released, in some cases, straight to you at home. But, Nathan, one thing to think about, too, is many of my Zoom calls, my Zoom meetings, start with a conversation about what people are watching. They're, they're They're all TV series. I haven't heard a single person talk about a single movie that they have been watching during this time. And I think that's a big game changer. Well, uh, NBC has rolled out their Peacock service. 
And uh, this is for Comcast subscribers, so if you don't have Comcast yet, uh, I'm sure it will eventually come to a a television uh, near you. But it's going to have one thing that you don't normally see when you are on a subscription uh, service, and that is you're going to actually have commercials. And uh, if you want the ad-free version of Peacock, that will cost you 10 bucks a month. So would you want to be right in the middle of a big scene, and then all of a sudden... (gasps) Hi, this is Ralph Spoil Sport. Spoil Sport Motors. I'm not sure that's really going to cut it, is it? Nobody has patience for that anymore. Understand this, too. If you're thinking about canceling a streaming subscription, 42% of you do it for the exact same reason to cut the cost. Make sure you're not adding and adding and adding during this time. Until tomorrow, remember you have been listening to Simply Money here on 55KRC, the talk station. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.